It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Golden Bachelor finale wrap-up, plus a little bonus VIP wrap-up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I don't think I'm doing as good as Gary, um, <laughs> even though there was some sca- scandal uh, marring his, uh, his finale episode, but um, him and... If you haven't listened or watched the episode yet, this is a spoiler alert. And also, what are you doing? Uh, congrats to him and Teresa. They're yes. they're the ones. I feel like we we prepped ourselves for it. Like you you had the vision before I did. Then I sort of let it sink in. Found a little clues here and there. And yes, um, happy for them. Uh, but yeah, I guess we have a scale now of how you're doing. Are you a Gary on finale? <laughs> night or are you a Gary on the night that article came out <laughs> yeah or like Gary the night he broke up with Leslie right right there's a lot of different Gary's that we had to um witness so an emotional apparently episode. there was a lot of different Gary's oh, yeah. that we didn't witness exactly <laughs> they were hiding from us so yeah let's get into this story this was I think our only news story of the week but it's a big one yeah there was a Hollywood reporter um, article that came out early this early early last early last week right but i don't know what day it is anymore i was gonna say early this week but it is literally like right before the finale right now. yeah so it was Wednesday. right before the finale um that gary isn't quite who he was claiming to be not that like he's a catfish or anything but you know his career path was different than being a restaurateur and that this isn't the first time he's dated since his wife died um you know, and the woman who said that they dated said that he wasn't very kind to her and their relationship and breakup. Um, and it was just a little bit of an interesting article to drop right before the finale. Yeah, a little bit of a journey. What? So some of the claims I was like, well, that's not really that big of a deal. Like Bachelor, in terms of job descriptions, they're always going to pick mm-hmm. like your, I think with Ben Higgins, they were like, said he was doing like stock software sales but then he admitted later on that he was just basically a glorified intern you know like that was what he would Mm -hmm. maybe work his way up to so they always kind of find something to make it look the best they can um and i don't think he really hid that it's just that that's what the show chose to portray and so that part of the article i was like well there's sort of um seeming to put his job in a bad light where it was like he retired from i guess he owned a burger joint and then retired and then started like doing maintenance work and things like that so mental health working at a mental health facility where everyone really liked him so it seemed like they were trying to do this like big expose and some hit some were hits and some were misses yeah i would have to agree and it's like this guy's like 72 years old there's like there's got to be a few skeletons in the closet and like 
I'm sure the bachelor asked for asked for him to kind of go in a certain direction. He just went for it. Not that I'm saying like he's an innocent dude or whatever, but you know, right. Um, it's, it was an interesting article. It was obviously an interesting time to drop it. Um, but you expecting? I mean, so, um, I think probably the more egregious things were, um, you know, he has made statements like that. He hasn't, dated in 45 years and stuff like that where you know that's definitely exaggerated and there was um a claim that they you know it looked like they really looked into this you know the hollywood reporter it's not like a gossip rag yeah no they had like sources stated and everything that he sort of started pursuing someone a month after his wife died and then they moved in together a year later and she lived they lived together for a year at that lake house so to sort of claim that you haven't dated I mean, maybe there's some loophole there that you just like moved in together and you can say like, oh, I haven't been on the, like a dating app or, you know, what he was trying to yeah. claim. But um, and then I don't know if this you can really prove, but she um, claims that he broke up with her because she gained 10 pounds. And and then he had some sort of weird rules about like splitting everything 50 50, but then she would have to vent like, I don't know, pay him somehow before they went out to eat. So he would look like he's paying for the whole check. Strange things like that. So. Oh, you mean a guy that got to be the lead on a bachelor isn't interested in any women who are plus size. Right. It's crazy that, that this is the first time we've seen that in the entire 30 year history of the bachelor. Oh, yeah. I mean, I even listened to an interview with him beforehand where, the, um, where they were saying like, what are you looking for? And like the first thing he says is like, the only criteria you had was that they had to be fit. So, you know, so I'm like, that might check out in this story, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have been kind of waiting the whole season for the other shoe to drop okay. on, on Gary. It's yeah. like, okay, like, what what is it going to be? Like, you know, like, did we know his location on January 6th? Like, <laughs> what, like, was, yeah, what, like, what it was it going to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not going to be like the Hollywood story, but um, I I don't know if it's like if he didn't disclose these relationships or if the show just wanted to present a certain narrative or somewhere in between. And now when he's being questioned about it, he's kind of just totally dodging it. And then is that him wanting to dodge it because he didn't wasn't forthcoming with the show or the show just saying like, deny, deny. Um, I've also seen. I also f- yeah, I also feel like it's like at this point, it's like what is the point of responding he's happy with Teresa. like like what like what is the point of responding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and i heard that they're moving so it's not like he's gonna maybe run into this crowd anymore i guess they're moving to south carolina they announced somewhere so i think in their people magazine interview so but i have seen people kind of speculating like oh he changed his tune on Teresa as soon as like she started talking about like her cushy job and how she invests oh come on <laughs> that's like come on like Le- leslie's the one from minnesota right she had the huge farm and like six horses you're not ta- like you're telling me that woman's not loaded she's the one who she was married to like a big rest actual restaurant tour here so well um i think she's probably doing well and has her own yeah. things going on too with like yeah come like she might come on now or like yeah she dated Prince. I mean, I think she's been, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I so like, somewhere. Yeah. Minnesota. Royalty. Yeah. Based on that, mm-hmm. Jerry, Gary should have picked Leslie, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but yeah, they, we, uh, you know, interesting, whatever. Did it, 
did it sour your enjoyment of the finale at all? Um, I wouldn't say so. I think it's just, you know, where it's like, okay, the bloom's off the rose a little bit, where it's like you want to buy into the total fairy tale. And it's like, I think on Teresa's end, it is that fairy tale because I believe, like, I don't think we're going to see a Hollywood Reporter article that she secretly was dating someone, you know. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's more like, oh, it's just kind of like any Bachelor season. <laughs> There's not, right? Yeah, they're just going to like, uh, you know, polish him up a bit, you know, got him the spray tan and this kind of goes with it too. They're, they have their narrative they want to say. And so I think, but I wonder, you know, there's a lot of new audience, an older audience. Um, I don't know if that they'd even see this article, you know? That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first time I saw it, it was like on Reddit. Yeah. Like, they're not, <laughs> they're not getting that in their inbox. So um, that's, they didn't address it at all. And, probably smart of the show because there's again it's been a small percent of the audience that even knows this is going on so um yeah how about for you did it affect your enjoyment um i think a tiny bit Uh and also like i can't i can't watch the show live Mm. i don't it just thursday nights i just i can't do Mm -hmm. it um so like obviously i knew who won by friday morning there's just no way to avoid it and like that's not me saying I, I mean I feel like I've made my, my views well known that like if I don't watch live it's not anyone else's problem that I've been spoiled except my own right. and you know whatever but it was kind of like there was no um, suspense to it but also like kind of being like well okay like eh, is this gonna work out and I was I was really glad to hear that they are getting married so quickly almost like i don't know i was was like all right like let's do that it was yeah Uh, that was i mean i had read it in an article beforehand Mm. before watching the show but i was surprised that they were just getting it done and that it's televised it's and it's televised i can't wait for our our episode recap of it because like did our podcast even exist for Catherine and sean's wedding that what i feel like was kind of right before when was that i feel like i feel like we were pretty scarred by grown sexy so yes. um, so what is what, what will their theme be <laughs> what will we hear teresa say over and over <laughs> yeah um when was it 2014 so that would have been january of 2014 i think that would have been a little bit before mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. anyway yeah so that was the you know Jesse was teasing there was going to be a big announcement that will change Bachelor Nation forever. Um, so, I mean, does that mean, oh, there's going to be televised weddings from here on out? I don't think so. I think it's just kind of like we're, he's season one and they want to. Yeah, that, he's like the first out. of his kind. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I mean, I think even watching it somewhat live, I don't know that there was a ton of suspense for me because it just sort of seemed like, you know, once he was kind of with, like we could pick up, I think in real time with Les- with Leslie watching it, what she was mm-hmm. picking up on. So, um, but let's start out with um, Teresa meeting Gary's family. Um, so, you know, Gary's with his two daughters, two granddaughters, and is excited to see them. But he tells them, they they grill him, like, have you said, I love you? And, like, as a matter of fact, I have. And, you know, he's kind of, like, saying it in a silly way. But, I mean, I wonder if they're, like, 
if they were worried about this happening, it seemed like funny to sort of ask. I wouldn't assume that, that my dad would do that. I don't know. I would like that he just got Oh my God, like, my dad has never said I love you to me. <laughs> and I'm his, like, child. Yeah, I'm expecting this. Like, I know, I know he does. Right. Like, don't get me wrong, but the man does not emote. Right, we would expect this emotion. Um, so, um, she arrives and Teresa was fine with like talking about like um like how he kissed her with the cupcake. I don't know. I thought that was she didn't I don't think she revealed the birthday suit thing, but it seemed interesting, like first meeting that you're like gonna talk about like your first kiss with his daughters and granddaughters. If there's one thing we've learned about Teresa, <laughs> it's that she's an inappropriate overshare. True, true, yes. <laughs> We have seen that time and time again, including on the after the final rose. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't just go in there like, oh my gosh, I got the first date. Your dad's and- a great leg. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. I'm glad we didn't get that. You know how I feel about it. But Oh yeah, yeah. And we'll get that in the in the yeah, the after portion. So um but then she does kind of get into sort of what they have similar and in their stories and how she lost her husband. And it was really similar with what he went through. Um, meanwhile, um, his daughters ask him if he knocked the boots. And so they're really running with that um, line throughout. Um, he will not reveal. So I think that's good call, Gary. Yeah. Um, and then he you know tells Teresa that he loves her again and the family really likes her but you know just their first meeting so um we also see their date so I thought this was a little bit different I think sometimes on the traditional seasons we see kind of the two family visits back to back and sometimes we don't even really get Mm -hmm. a real last date it sort of like ends with like saying bye at the family so um he goes to her room um and yeah they just um talk about um he says he likes hearing about um her stories with billy it helps to get to know her better so i thought that was pretty sweet of how they kind of connect on that level mm-hmm. um and then um she they of course you always talk about like what they're nervous about she because she doesn't know what's going to happen because there's somebody else there um and you know she feels confident she wants to be picked but if he only if he's a thousand percent sure that it's her and so he doesn't give her a confirmation but he just says like if it's you it will be because it's a thousand percent like it's either a thousand percent or nothing so he's got he's really gotten down to like He's picking one and not the other. And I think we see that play out with yeah. Leslie where it's just like he sort of turns off a switch. Yeah. Um, and Ethan kind of brought it up to me <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago. And I think I said it to you on the podcast, which is that um, he thought Gary would very much fall victim to whoever is in front of him syndrome. And do you think that was the case? Like it was like the, Teresa didn't necessarily got the la- get the last date, but after her date, he had like made up his mind to an extent where there was nothing Leslie could do. You know, I was, I was thinking about that too, because yeah, I think Leslie 
you know, I think sometimes you think it's good to go first. Um, but in this scenario, I think it was not to her benefit because so she went second for the family, but first for mm-hmm. the um, fantasy suite. Overnight. Yeah. yeah. So I think what happened, and again, maybe it was, you know, always going to be Teresa anyway, but I do think Gary is definitely susceptible to that. Um, because we saw, you know, what happened when he was with Faith and her family. She wasn't like we thought she was the one. Um, but. Teresa was able to like really pick up on like oh mm-hmm. it's not me basically like she didn't say it in that way but she could tell that he wasn't present but she like really acted upon that and like I could imagine that in that fantasy suite now like looking back when he's talking about like there were certain things that were said or that clarified some red flags that she sort of maybe was able to sort of like give him like the arguments in a way like we didn't get to see the conversation yeah, really, but she could just be like well hey i've been married this lo- this long and like i know how it is like i could see her maybe like putting on the offense against leslie but we didn't get to see it but i could see her kind of subtly or maybe not so subtly without putting leslie down but just sort of putting her arguments out there and it got in his head and then it was like front and center and then when it came to these like family dates Leslie could also tell she was maybe behind something was off, but it was just too late at that point to like counteract it in any way. You know, they didn't have that like time away from the cameras or anything. So yeah, yeah definitely. I think Ethan was onto something with, with that. That's, that's just how he operates. So um, we see Leslie's family visit Um and then it went well, it went but well, it didn't but... feel like as overwhelmingly good as Teresa's. And right. I think I think the daughters were really drawn to Teresa because she so deeply understood what their family had gone through because she had also gone through that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think like the granddaughters really liked Leslie and were like, oh, like we really like Teresa. But like Leslie's so cool, too. And um, I think she could really like Leslie has such a young energy. Like, I think they probably really mm-hmm. with her. But um this was the only you know time where the daughter sort of one of the daughters like expressed like is she really ready so any kind of negative thing i think the positive they said about her was that like their dynamic of joking that seemed like more like their dad's style i guess but i think if they were just like picking on paper what they would want they probably would want somebody that had that same situation they've probably now that we know his background you know maybe they had opinions about these this woman that he dated before lived with who was, I guess, you know, 15 years younger than him or something. So maybe they had their guard up about someone who's a little bit younger, like Leslie, which she's not a ton younger, but, um, and then when they asked Leslie, you know, if she is ready for it, she kind of expressed how she was nervous about it and that Gary sort of helped her like feel better about it. But I, I don't know that that really made them, feel really assured you know Mm. so and then where did I hear it um I think it was in some an interview that Gary and Teresa did after the fact um where apparently when he was proposing to Teresa his um daughters and granddaughters were off to the side like like he could see them or something and oh and they could see Teresa arriving but she was in like 
in the sun. Like they couldn't see who it was and like the silhouette only. And that they were like, please be Patricia, please. Like they were chanting or something. So I was like, whoa, I didn't oh know it was to that degree that they were just like, it better be this person. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't know that you should have maybe admitted that either. Like, I mean, Leslie's great too. So, but yeah. So it was, yeah, even more, I'm, um, a broader range of feelings about it than we thought, you know, the show made it look a little, a little closer, a little more doubt at this point, but where it really um, made it clear is, or at least gave the indication is when they were saying goodbye, it was just so awkward. Um, what did he say to her? It was like, he takes her outside and it's like, okay, I guess time for you to go now, or I think you're ready to go. And it was just, totally flat and i mean i'm sure there was no music behind it or any you know or awkward music <laughs> behind it too but she she picked up on something then and you know thought like that something feels off is he just tired but she thought something was off at that point and then, then it all goes to crap here at their last date yeah i'm glad he came back though like i'm mm-hmm. I'm glad he came back and was like you know what you were right i do feel off let's break up right. now <laughs> Because I don't think I could have like handled the like oh yeah usual bachelor no. ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it would have been strange because it's like I feel like she. It was so weird because I felt like when they looked at each other and said like, and he said like, "Be happy" or "Okay," I thought they like it was like a silent breakup. Like they already sort of broke up without saying it. But yeah. then when he left, she's like, "Well, now I don't feel confident." And so it wasn't like an official, you know, but yeah. Yeah. So I think, do you think it was him arguing that he needed to go back in and do it? Or do you think the show was like, okay, this, it was too obvious. Like just do it now or. Oh, that's a good question. Cause he could not sell I, it. Yeah. I think it was probably the first one where he was just like, you know, what, I can't do this. Right. Or maybe they were like, you know, it is an option to break up with her now or something like that. Because yeah. maybe he didn't know it was an option. Right. Yeah. We that's, think that that's interesting. Really I never thought about that. that. He could do these things. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, they're, they're, she gives him a gift. And it's really almost like if I didn't feel so bad for Leslie, it's pretty comical. Like the way he would respond to her when he was so effusive before um, on their fantasy suite date. And and he was thinking about her when he was with Teresa and really gave her the feeling like you're the one and told her that in so many words. So um, when she said like, and I love you and it's like, that is such a great sentiment or, you know, like I feel that from you. And what did she said? So she said something about, and he's just like, that is huge. You know, it's just so like business like in like formal. Like act like you're into it for a second, Gary. Yeah, yeah. So he just could not, you know, um, say anything to her to lead her on. Or I think he was also thinking of Teresa. Um, and then I also found out after the fact that he he told Teresa in the fantasy suite. He admitted to telling her that he was going to pick her and propose. Yeah. So I don't think they're supposed to admit that, you know, any bachelor can do it, but I think they're strongly told not to. So, um, yeah, maybe the show just should have like switched up the order again or something, you know, as I think he felt too guilty. And, but in the end, I'm glad it went this way so that she could really be prepared for it. She could have her reaction and, you know, 
um, I was I was hoping, I was expecting actually that they were going to announce her as the Golden Bachelorette at the end. That that was going to be the announcement. I thought so too. <sighs> I thought they were definitely going to announce her. What do you think? Is it just that it hasn't officially been greenlit, or are they not going to do this? Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're. I, I feel like they wanted to see the reaction and everything. Going, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. And then she she flat out says to him before he comes back, like, "Is there anything that you have to want to tell me?" And he just says, "Just that I have a very tough decision to make." So he's he's really like giving right. her all the clues anyway. So, um, I think you know if she had done the traditional like showing up i think she would have known going in like it's not me you know so um and then he we see him just breaking down he's in the hallway of this resort and says i need to go back and talk to her um and then he says it's been difficult and i've kind of made my decision i've fallen in love with teresa and that's the direction i'm going to take wow like what a bolt like i'm happy it was just so like blunt but like wow it was blunt (laughs) right right yeah like it could just be yeah and he was blunt like even was this on that after the final rose or no maybe it was in this time where he's just like you know it was just better with her or something like is that something like really harsh something yikes yeah i was like because normally he was saying like it's just it's nothing wrong with you it's just the other one was right and i think that's the way to go like just say like this yeah. is the right yeah. person for me nothing wrong with you like everything like nothing was a lie when like we were together um just things changed but yeah to say like it's just better with trees <laughs> good yeah <laughs> yes um but she really gets to say that you know like you led me down this path you took a turn and left me there and then you know the only good thing is that i don't have to wear you know get humiliated on the platform wear the sixty thousand dollar dress i mean good for her like she got a I, mean, hell, I want to see it damn yeah. yeah so yeah and like i do feel she like she had a point and i'm glad that she was able to kind of get her get her view out in that moment mm-hmm. um it was very misleading for him to say last week, like, oh, like you, like you feel like the one, like mm-hmm. I was told to look for this person who you can't live without. And you're, you're the one that I can't live with. It was, it, it was very misleading. Right. He should not have been saying um, quite that. <laughs> right. Last week, um, you know. Right. And yeah, and I think he should have followed the traditional bachelor rules of not, you're not saying I love you even when he does feel it if it's with more than one person because this is what's going to get you. There are rules for a reason. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, and then we see um, he has a moment with Jesse Palmer. To, this is what we was shown in the preview a lot. And so we see that play out. I took a really good person and broke her heart. I hate myself. I hate everything. I'm never going to fret our face. This is the worst, second worst moment of his life only after his wife's death and that he would be haunted by like how she looked so i think his tune changed like that was how he felt in the moment but like he seemed to have be healed from that at least <laughs> later on but um and luckily um leslie's doing better now too I'm trying to remember like what time how long ago this was when this happened um i feel like it would have been august ish okay 
because let me see let me do a little look on jesse's instagram because i know he posted something jesse what's his last name palmer jesse thank <laughs> you wow the brain is not oh yeah today. like he posted something when it's like that's a wrap or something yeah or like this we started or something didn't it didn't um, sound to you like they didn't even get happy couple visits she was like oh we just facetime <laughs> we've talked every night on the phone yeah really so old yeah. fashioned so to go from august to january and be getting married august 5th they started okay so started. probably yeah. the first and i think they ran for like four or five weeks so probably first week of september right yeah so pretty quick here um, and then we get to the live segments and it's Leslie waiting on the stage. Um, and basically she's kind of reliving the feelings that of her being devastated and that it was just hard for her. She hadn't fallen in love in a really long time and that she was really vulnerable with him. And she was said that she was a hundred percent certain, um, and thought like she got along really well with the family and had just tried to justify the way he was acting, like just that he was, you know, upset about the process or tired. Um, and I thought it was interesting. She said that he like shot her so far up that that made the fall mm -hmm. so much harder. Yeah, I think that's like a totally fair point. Mm -hmm. And then Gary comes out. Um, a little, definitely a different tone, I think, than when he saw Faith, where like with Faith, it just seemed like he was just like, it wasn't so raw. It was just more like, like just emotional, but like that they mm -hmm. really cared and it didn't seem like there was anger there or anything. Um, but it seemed like now with Leslie, like he had to, they both were like keeping their distance a little more and um, more on edge. But um, she did um, talk about like the positive things that she fell in love with. and. Um, just how she hadn't been worried um, because of the things she said and um, wanted to know like how it all went wrong and that he could have chosen not to sit, tell her all those things. Um, and yeah, this is where he said, he's like, you are my person. I thought you were my person until I suddenly realized you weren't. <laughs> oh God, that's the worst thing to ever hear. Right. So that makes it seem like it is her fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tough. That's that's a tough, a tough, a tough look there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, and he kind of made it seem like, well, it was hard for me to like. It was the hardest parts were saying goodbye to all these women. He sort of lumps her in with like Faith and Ellen, and then we saw Ellen was in the audience and she rolled her eyes at that point. So, <laughs> it was nice to see some of the other women still there. Um, they don't usually do that, you know. It's usually like. Just the women tell all, but they had like a whole crew sitting in the audience reacting. Um, did you notice there were also like some other celebrities in the audience? Yeah, like Ava Philippe. Right. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, stars to this event. Hottest ticket in town. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get to go jump back into the, the episode where we see the proposal and, you know, more of a traditional um, Gary waiting there for Teresa. 
um, yeah, knowing that he had told her, she still said she was nervous walking down. We didn't know that as we were watching. Um, and, but he does do the traditional fake out for a little bit. Like, you're, what did he say? Like something, you're not the right person for me to live with. Pause. And then like pause for 45 right. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you're the person that I can't live without. So exactly that's just a little bit cruel but i think she still had her confidence there you can tell by the energy mm-hmm. of the person coming when you're coming down yeah for sure complimenting for sure. you obviously with gary like he would not have been able to sell it to leslie in any way <laughs> if she had come down so yo could you imagine yeah oh my gosh i'm glad we don't have to imagine but if there's a season two of golden bastard that they're not going to let it fly that way. They're going to really train mm-hmm. the person uh, to so that they get they get both. But I, I don't know. I don't think they should do that to the the golden bachelorettes. No, so I don't either. Yeah. Um, he says, um, "I love you a thousand percent." So going back to what they talked about, and I'm never going to stop believing that every day I choose you. Will you marry me? Going back to their date first date you know this might be the first usually the first date person does not end up being who the lead chooses so maybe a little bit different for the golden bachelor yeah very interesting yeah it's like a season of the bachelorette almost yes so we already alluded to like the big announcement at the end of the show um that they're going to be getting married on tv the golden wedding that's on january 4th um but they also get a free trip to Italy, which I guess they talked about on their first date, their first and only date. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just like big shift in tone, like celebratory, like um, they seem very in love and a good match. So yeah. Yeah. Let's get it done. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Should we jump into VIP? Let's I'm just do kidding. It. We right. will not be talking about Bachelor in Paradise this week. Amy's computer had a total breakdown and we could not get it to come back. Um, so we will just tack the BIP talk onto the beginning of the finale episode for next week. Um, and we will be excited to do that. And ta- well, are we going to be excited to talk about that hour of television? That was not that exciting. Anyway, we will be back. Uh, until then, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. Uh, you can also follow my bookstagram account at the Strong Library, and you can follow Amy on Twitter at rhap recapper. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. 
It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.